If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside Podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day to day routine, there's something for everyone. They crawl from underground and terrify the masses. They create chaos, devour entire villages, giant worms. Yeah, we've all seen stuff like this in the movies. But that's not quite how it'd go down in real life. Well, <laughs> hypothetical real life. Say you're a farmer in this world. You own vast, fertile fields with rows and rows of vegetables and some fruit trees. Your friends are coming over today, and you're all going four-wheel riding in the valley near your farm. You're having a great time, and don't even notice the beautiful blue sky disappear behind dark gray clouds. The valley gets swallowed by a blanket of darkness. Off in the distance, you hear rain falling. You lift your head toward the sky, and at that moment, a single drop falls on your cheek. You all look at each other in a moment of silence, dread filling your eyes. You book it out of there full speed toward the farm. The rain is heavy now. Behind, you hear a sound like a drilling rig grinding through the ground. The earth starts to shake beneath. Off to the distance, you see a sinkhole forming. If you'd stayed in that place for even a minute longer, you would have fallen into the abyss. But the sinkhole isn't the worst by far. A gargantuan worm appears, the size of a jet airplane. It wiggles its way out of the ground and crawls on the wet grass. You and your friends drive up high on a hill and look down at an incredible picture. Huge wet worms are crawling and wriggling all over the green valley. Some are the size of a jet, others no bigger than a bus. There are also small worms about the size of an anaconda. Small? All of them surface and wriggle in different directions. By now, of course, you're used to it. This is the world you live in. These slimy behemoths always come out when it rains. Ordinary earthworms don't have tons of razor-sharp teeth like we see in movies. If a megaworm devours you, at least it wouldn't chew you into a million pieces. They simply push food into their stomach, digest it, and extract useful substances. Plus, you're not even on the menu, lucky you! Normal-sized worms feed on decaying organic matter, rotting leaves, tree roots, the usual dishes. The worm eats this and gets a charge of vitamins from it. The best nutrients are hidden deep underground. The further down you go, the richer and more fertile the soil. Besides, the worms never eat your harvest. They don't feed on living plant tissue. That's why they're perfect assistants for farmers. Worms constantly dig the ground and leave long tunnels in their wake. These usually teeny-tiny tunnels saturate the soil with oxygen and make it even richer. It's also easier for plants to establish roots in this soft, broken-up soil. Yes, worms are super handy. But that's the normally small kind. Right now, up on that hill, you're peering down at Goliath-sized worms. And that's a problem. The tunnels they leave behind while sifting through the dirt could severely weaken the soil. Tree roots would get dislodged, and entire forests might come down. Too much air would sink into the ground. There wouldn't be enough humidity in the soil for these creatures, so they might take to drinking up whole lakes and ponds. That, or their jumbo tunnels, would make bodies of water drain into the surrounding ground. Say just one big enough worm was crawling under a small town and disrupting the soil. One of the first signs homeowners would see is cracks in the basement walls. 
the foundation would be weakened, and their entire home could eventually come crashing down. If it didn't just suddenly fall into a sinkhole in one fell swoop. To avoid this, people cultivate the land around their cities, towns, and homesteads with a thick layer of salt. This keeps the worms from crossing that line. They might look terrifying, but the supersized slimies are peaceful and don't attack people. So you decide to drive up to them to get a better look. Their bodies are covered in small, well, compared to their size, hairs that cling to the ground and help them move. You drive all over the valley and catch the little worms, the snake-sized ones, that is. You collect them in a container for use in your harvest in the future. But you must hurry because the rain is over and the ground is drying up, which means the worms will crawl back to where they came from. By the way, scientists still don't know exactly why worms come out when it rains. Experts used to think the water floods their burrows. They need to come up so they don't drown. But worms breathe through their skin, not lungs. And they need moisture to survive. An earthworm can stay alive underwater for several minutes. Now, another theory says rain beating down on the ground causes it to vibrate. Worms are highly sensitive to any fluctuations in their environment. When it rains, they take these vibrations as other animals are coming up to gobble them. It sounds paradoxical, but to hide, they come up out of their holes. Maybe they think it's a mole or some other underground enemy approaching. The world has adapted well enough. Besides on rainy days and at night, you wouldn't even know you share a world with colossal earthworms. They're afraid of sunlight. Worms don't have eyes, but their skin has receptors that are sensitive to light and touch. Every night the worms may come out, but by morning, there's no trace of them. It's not a year-round problem either. In fall, summer, and spring, they're out and about. But in winter, they go deep underground, where it's warmer and more humid. These big worms are constantly digging the ground. Some tunnels are so deep and wide that people can explore the labyrinths for days on end. They look like mining shafts, and plenty of companies have already jumped on using that opportunity. Wormholes are used to find minerals, precious metals, and gold. Miners no longer need drills. The worms do the work for free. There are still risks, though. You have to be careful not to meet a worm in these tunnels. You could end up accidentally going down its throat. But if you have powerful floodlights, you can scare them away. Now, just be glad you don't live in a world with giant sea worms. For example, there's the spaghetti worm, the earthworm's cousin of the sea. It can divide its body into many long, thin, spaghetti-like tentacles. A jumbo-sized one would seem like a giant squid, or something not even from this planet. Ooh, It could wrap all those tentacles around your body. And forget about cutting them off to save yourself. New ones just grow in their place. Giant flatworms would be a nightmare on Earth. This bizarre and ancient sea dweller looks like a colorful blanket rippling through the water. They're actually the first animal to develop a head and brain. And they're considered the first hunter on this planet. As soon as their lunch approaches, they wrap themselves all around it and slurp it up. What a way to go. Oh, and the thought of giant peanut worms will keep you up all night. It looks like an elephant's trunk, and dozens of small tentacles protrude from its mouth to grab its prey. In the real world, this worm can be well over a foot long. Imagine if it were a thousand times bigger. Or the horror that is the feather duster worm. From a distance, it looks like a peacock's tail. 
Imagine swimming in the depths and seeing a beautiful fan of feathers the size of your house off in the distance. But as you get closer, you realize they're tentacles, and each tentacle is covered with fine hairs that can help grab prey. But the worst monster is the spawning fireworm. This sea creature is bright red like a flame. It has jaws that grab its unfortunate lunch. If it were huge, it would be able to gobble up whales and sharks. But the worst thing is that this worm is venomous. The normal ones can cause rash on human skin. I shudder to think what a giant one could do to you. All these thoughts flash through your mind as you peer at the snake-sized worms in your container. And deep in the ocean, something's growing. Yeah, it might not just be earthworms that have become supersized in this world. (laughs) 